what is up everyone thanks for tuning in to guidance with gab today i want to guide us through how gratitude and sadness are allowed to coexist and that can really be a tricky topic for a lot of people to grasp because lack of appreciation is often the judgment that we have when we hear that someone is sad or mad or upset But first, I'd like to apologize for my nasally voice. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. And hopefully it's not bad enough for you to turn off the podcast because I promise there's some good content and the show must go on. So I'm going to continue, even though I sound like I am like plugging my nose with my fingers. (laughs) That was a very beautiful visual I gave there. Yes, I know. Thank you. I'm so sexy. So I'm just going to get right into it as I say for every episode I like started off and I'm like I'm just gonna jump right in (laughs) like duh that's the point of a podcast you talk about the content so I guess this topic came up because of my own sadness during this time when there's a lot of chaos and just jumbled thoughts and the external world is really like turning upside down and kicking you in the butt it's really easy to just Be a little sad when life keeps giving you that one more thing. You know, when you're sitting there and you're like, I swear to everything on earth right now, if one more thing happens, like I'm going to lose my shit. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. And life is like, ooh, you probably shouldn't have said that because here we go. I'm going to hit you with one more thing. And that has been the past like two months for me. And it's just been a lot. And I hear people, this is one thing I want to emphasize in this podcast is Please be aware and stop, for the love of everything, please stop at leasting other people. And you know what I mean. And if you don't know what I mean, you're going to know what I mean. When you're spilling your, your heart out to someone, your mind, your emotions, you're distraught, you're upset, you're sad, you're feeling all of these feelings. And then someone sits there and is like, well, at least you have like water, <laughs> like something so dumb and silly that like, yes, we are appreciative of that. But damn, right now, that is not what I want to hear. So please stop at leasting other people. Why? Why should we stop doing that? In my opinion, that invalidates what someone is venting about. If you say If someone is complaining, let's say, about something that I have been upset about, so I really was excited to see my um, family, extended family that I haven't seen in, oh man, I don't even know, like two years, and um, it's my grandma's aunt, and I haven't seen her in a long time, and she really reminds me of my grandma, who is no longer here, so to have that excitement and hope and joy that I really felt like I needed during a time of so much stress. I was going to see her for Christmas and then last minute I found out some really sad news about her boyfriend and just a lot of sadness regarding his health and we also wouldn't be able to see them. So I was really sad about that and I don't think that that is unreasonable to be sad about. I think that's a very, very valid reason to be upset. And when I express this to a lot of people... I would often hear an at least remark. Yes, maybe there was some compassion, but it was at least you can spend it with your mom or at least you still are going to be, I don't know, seeing your brother and his girlfriend. Like, yes, I am so incredibly 
grateful that I do still have people in my life that love me and care about me that I get to spend a holiday with. But for someone like me who hasn't spent the holidays with a big family in a long time and someone who has experienced like the abundance of just like joy and excitement and chaos during a holiday with a lot of people, it does feel a little sad when you're not spending it with a bunch of people, even even that one cousin that you're like, I swear I don't want to see them and they're just going to piss me off. You still want to see them because they are a part of the story and the journey and the experience of the holiday. And it did make me sad. But instead of feeling like those emotions were valid, as well as feeling sad that someone that I like love and care about is not doing well health wise and I may not see him again, I don't think an at least comment was what I needed in that moment. And that made me reflect on what I respond with when people tell me news. And I've obviously been caught up in the, like, saying at least something. And then the listener points out something in the uh, other person's life that they should be grateful for. Let's think about that. Who are we to sit there and invalidate someone's feelings by trying to show them that they shouldn't be upset and should be more grateful because they have this, that, and the other thing in their lives. I don't think that that's fair. I personally don't think that we have any right or any place to take away someone's sadness or try to take away someone's sadness and also view it as them not being grateful. So please stop at leasting other people. And when you do, because I'm sure it's going to come up, all of this is a practice. When it comes up, ask yourself why. And ask yourself if it is your place to tell someone else that they shouldn't be that upset because they have other things to be grateful for. Just because someone is upset about X, Y, and Z doesn't mean they're not grateful for other aspects of their life. You are allowed to be sad and allowed to be grateful at the same time. Gratitude and sadness are allowed to coexist. And as I was feeling a lot of sadness and just like overwhelming emotions this past week for, um, I said from, <laughs> that was like a little song lyric, um, from a lot of things happening in life, just like, you know, when life is just in that like kind of down spot where like you know you're gonna come back up but right now you're just not there and that's okay that you're down there but you still have to like face the emotion head on and I mean for me I try my hardest to not add any distractions and I don't want to ignore the emotions or avoid them and I just try to face them head on and go through them um I'm taking a sip of water sorry um Yeah, so I've been trying to face them head on. So as I was feeling this, just like, I I was honestly feeling the sadness physically. Like my chest felt heavy and underneath the sadness, I just uncovered being mad and angry and resentful. And I wrote down a lot of the reasons why I was sad to kind of get it off of my chest and onto paper Um, and also evaluate every reason why I'm sad. And then I went into just a meditation that I was like, you're going to sit here until it's done. And we're just going to breathe through all of it. And we're going to let it go. And we're going to cry. We're going to cry a 
fuck ton, but we're going to do it. And I think that really helped me understand a lot and helped me push through and break that sadness down and let it fizzle away out of my my heart because that's where I was feeling it all in my chest. So in my notebook when I was writing, I was really mad at hearing all the like at least um, and feeling like I had to when I was ranting or venting or expressing my sadness. Have you ever felt that feeling where you're like, well, first I need to explain that like, yes, I'm grateful. Yes, I know I shouldn't be this mad or yes, whatever it is. And then you're allowed to say your sadness, but you feel that need to like explain like, yes, I know I should be grateful, but right now I'm upset. That feeling kind of sucks. And every time I went to talk to someone, I was feeling that emotion of like, I have to express my gratitude in an overwhelming way before I rant so I don't sound ungrateful and I I was tired of it (laughs) that was kind of like my tipping point for all of this so I decided to just kind of write about it and I don't think that because someone is sad that they don't appreciate what they have and I think that they're also kind of intertwining often which is something that I found when I was writing because sometimes gratitude brings you a little bit of sadness um some of the reasons that I or like some of the things I was grateful for were bringing me sadness and that also has to do with like nostalgia and all that but um like something I was really grateful for like I mentioned before was having at least the beginning part of my life the ability to spend holidays with like a big family with a family and experience that like like the shit you see on tv (laughs) like it just felt really nice that I got to experience that and although I am so grateful that at one point I did get to experience that because I know many people in life don't get to experience that I am sad because this holiday season I'm not spending it with a lot of people um which I'm still grateful that I have, um, like, you know, my mom, my brother, his girlfriend to spend it with, but there is some sadness that lives in, um, knowing what you once had and knowing that it's not currently your present reality. So I was, like, grateful for all of that, and I was grateful for the experience, but I was also sad that, it has drastically changed over the years and not everyone's sadness means that they don't see what they have like there is a lot of pain in nostalgia and missing people and missing people is awesome in a way because that means someone left an impact on your life that was so long lasting that you're just like constantly longing for their presence which is a beautiful thing to have experienced and I am so grateful that I have experienced people that I miss so dearly, but that doesn't take away from the sadness that I have because I miss them. I hope that's making sense. Um, It's like kind of a tricky topic because it, it just, it isn't anyone's place to decide when someone should be grateful or not. Um, 
I don't know. It's just like a really weird feeling when you're trying to express your feelings to someone and it's just feeling like you're knocked down every time. And trying to like defend your gratitude is also a really weird feeling to have. Um, So I guess the takeaway for this is to please be a little more gentle and a little more validating and understanding and empathetic when people are talking about why they're upset and their feelings and all of that. Um, Please don't take the initiative or the place or what's that word? Like the entitlement of trying to tell someone that they're ungrateful or should have more gratitude. I think there's ways to kind of express to someone that maybe they are missing the big picture because hey we've all been in a situation where we're like do they not see what's right in front of them and you can try to say that in a different way than like well at least you have this or at least you have that so I've been trying to think of ways that we can go about that when we hear someone upset um while validating their feelings And also showing them that maybe there are some good things. So I think straight up being honest of like, hey, I have no like right to say that you should be grateful. But like, I'm happy for you that you have your mom and your brother and your um, sister-in-law to be with. So maybe that's another way that that could be phrased. So As I'm expressing like, hey, I'm really upset because I'm not going to see my extended family. I was really hoping to see a lot of people for this holiday season. um, And now I'm not. Instead of saying, at least you have your mom and your brother. You can kind of word that differently and just be like, wow, like I'm really sad for you because I can't imagine how that must feel. And I understand that. And I am at least happy for you that you have your mom and your brother and hopefully you guys can try to um, experience it a little similar than you would have if you were with the other people something like that except take out the at least I even said it in this but you you get what I'm saying there's different ways to go about it I guess you can say um and also just ask like not directly after but Share like, hey, I'm doing like my gratitude journal. Have you ever thought of like doing that too? Like silly stuff like that. Just like subtle, but not um, not like, hey, you should be a lot more grateful for this shit. Because that sucks. Um, Right now I'm trying to find, because I mentioned nostalgia and I have a really cool, um, what's that called? Journal entry about nostalgia. And I'm trying to find it because... It was really interesting, and I think it would be helpful. Flipping through your journal, um, have you ever just done that? It's really funny because some of the stuff I say, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you were in such a funny, different place in your life at this point. Um, So let's see. I guess I'll pause this right now, and then if I find it, I will get right back to you. Whoop, whoop. I found it. That was a lot quicker than I thought. You guys are probably like, damn, she was looking forever. But no, I literally just had to turn the next page. I thought it was way after this. I'm not sure why I wrote this when I did, but wow. So I'm just going to read it to you and uh, let me know what you think. This was September 22nd of 2020. 
As painful as it can be, I think nostalgia is a beautiful feeling. To feel pain of longing for a past means at some point you experience something so meaningful it lasts you a lifetime. To feel the new absence of something so powerful it can even be felt in the present. The privilege to experience a feeling you long for season after season, a repeated cycle of remembrance. Nostalgia is a reminder of the beauty you once had the opportunity to experience. A reminder that today can be tomorrow's nostalgia. That constant longing of once was is here to show you we must enjoy the moment now as this too becomes a distant memory, one we later cherish regardless of the significance it holds today. I had the moments in my arms, the ones so impactful that the emotions remain connected and yearn to be replicated years later. Now that's beauty. So that was just a little bit about nostalgia and why am I talking about nostalgia right now? Um, because I mentioned it in the other part, duh. No, um, since I did talk about the nostalgia um, and how it creates conflicting feelings, I think that that letter really represents how I felt about nostalgia and how I feel about it and how it does cause that uh, like friction together a little bit because it is painful to to miss something and to wish for something that you once had but you also are holding the gratitude of being able to have experienced that at some point so that creates such like I don't want to say it's cognitive dissonance entirely, but it just causes like a little bit of like friction, like two magnets that aren't meant to connect. That's that's what it feels like. I don't know how to explain it, but you're feeling this like longing and you're feeling the pain because you don't have that and you miss it and you want it, but you have so much gratitude because you once experienced it. And it's it's just a lot to process and deal with. Um So I think nostalgia is a perfect feeling to embody the fact that gratitude and um, pain and sadness are all able to coexist. Nostalgia is literally the coexistence of gratitude and sadness. It's a lot to handle and deal with and process. Nostalgia is such a crazy feeling and especially around times where you once had something so strong and right now it's a little different, you're going to be feeling a lot of nostalgia. And I did like the end of this, although it's not directly related to the gratitude and sadness topic. Yay, sadness. Um, I think it is a nice reminder that, again, today can be tomorrow's nostalgia. Our moments that we're living today and our experiences of today are ones that we are also going to look back on in the future and feel nostalgic for. Today, right now, recording a podcast, maybe in a few years, I'm going to look back at this moment and I'm going to be nostalgic and longing for this feeling right now in this experience and this moment of sitting down on the floor, hunched over, reading through my journal. Um, Yeah, it's just a crazy feeling to know that we are living our future nostalgia right now. I think that also helps with our gratitude for the present moment, being grateful that we are creating our future nostalgia, we are creating our 
our memories and this is a time to just be present and be in the moment and be aware. So if you take anything from this podcast, I hope it's to be a little more validating of people's feelings. Try to put yourself in their shoes. Try to understand their emotions. Be a kind ear and an open heart. And be grateful that someone is sharing emotions like that with you. Not everyone is trusted with someone else's emotions. They're taking the time and energy and trust and putting that in your hands. So feel that appreciation and rather than seeing it maybe as a complaint, see it as you being a trustworthy individual that they feel comfortable enough to go to. I think this all would have sounded so much more beautiful if my nose was not congested, but we live. (laughs) We are okay. Um, And yeah, just let me know what you think about this. Share your thoughts, feelings, emotions, time, love with me if that's what you choose. Thank you for tuning in. Follow me on Instagram at Guidance with Gab. And share some love, share your ears with someone, not literally, but emotionally. Please don't go around cutting your ears off. Thank you so much for listening, and I love you all.